Hello and welcome into the Sora Andrews podcast brought to you by Sora Data. I'm Andrew Laird. You can find me as Lairdino on SoRare, joined as always by the other Andrew, Andy Black, who you can find as Black on SoRare. Andy, before we get in, I have an announcement for those of you who are SoRare Data mobile app users. Oh, I have some sort of, look at that. Anyway, sorry, I had a little echo there. Um, we have an upgrade, an update to the app that is now available. So if anybody uses the app and wants a better app, go upgrade. So there's that. Thank you to everybody who has joined us live. Um, I saw, who was it? Things no one asked for came in early, like five hours early, probably to get the first comment in, succeeded. And then Sam came in for the second one, but he was like closer to the time we started. So thanks Sam for joining us. John Andrews, Daniel Cooper, Alex Wilson, Bazillion, that's a fun word to say, and Pavlo are here live. So thank you guys for, for tuning in. If you could please hit the like button on the video, that's always helpful. Um, so Andy and I were talking about things to discuss during this podcast this week. There's been a lot of stuff going on. And I'll be honest, Andy, I was on this So Far So Rare podcast this week, which I don't believe has actually come out yet. Or I know it hasn't come out yet. Yeah, I think they usually come out on Fridays. On Fridays, right. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an avid listener. <clears throat> um, the So we recorded yesterday. And so I didn't want to necessarily talk about the same things that I did yesterday since it's also tomorrow. Whatever it was. It was a good time with Nellis. And I was like, what should we talk about? And you're like, so rare in five years. Like right out. And I was like, huh. All right. That sounds fun. Part of it is that I talked about not that I talked about So Rare in five, no spoilers here for the So Far So Rare podcast, in case you're listening to this first. But I was talking about what, how people have reacted to recent changes or lack of changes in So Rare that have made them not as optimistic about the platform. And I feel like a lot of the things that I've read or spoken about with people, they're like, yeah, you know, like, in five years when there are 18 trillion cards on the platform and we have a billion users and nobody can ever win anything, like I'm getting out. And I was kind of like, if you th think you know what SoRare looks like in five years, like bravo, because I have no idea. And then you brought it up and I was like, oh, now I got to think about it. And I started thinking about some of the most like outlandish things I could think of, of like what really SoRare could be in five years. And the more I thought about the outlandish things, I started to actually wonder if they were completely realistic, just on like how fast things move in five years, it seems. And so I was very interested to hear what you think is going to be in five, like how what we might see in five years, because I don't know if they're going to be as outlandish as like what I thought my initial thoughts were. And then now I'm like, oh, if this doesn't happen in five years, it's a disaster. Even though minutes or, you know, hours ago, I was like, oh, these are ridiculous. I'm just sitting here trying to get the new app is what, <laughs> what I'm doing. I'm on my phone. You mentioned it, a new app with new features. Um, yeah. Not that I'm going to completely ignore what you just said, but um, what what new features am I getting? And and, uh, and, and why aren't I seeing it? <laughs> why aren't you seeing the new app? Yeah. Oh, um, it should just be an upgrade there on your mm -hmm. Android. I, I did it earlier, so I know it. It has been working. Maybe but. mine already updated. I don't know. Oh, maybe. Maybe you've got some sort of super upgrade. But yeah, anyone 
And most people listen to this. Does it do baseball yet? Available. What's that? Does it have baseball stuff yet? No. No baseball lineups. You're dead to me. I know. I was I was like really nervous about that because I've been testing the baseball stuff and it's it's great. (laughs) And then it's not quite there yet. So yeah. Sorry. So we didn't want to we we didn't want to like put out like a half done tool and baseball is half done at this point, to be honest. At least same app that. though, right? What's that? It'll be the same app, just like a yes, like a, a slider or something to switch between the sports or something. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. Cool. It's cool. Um, I'm I'm just looking in chat. It looks like everybody has their own opinion of what so rare will look like in five years. <laughs> the Latvian <laughs> fourth in, division. In five years, we're all melting down at insider training when the Latvian fourth division is onboarded. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. I think, oh, I like this Chris Quirk saying, so we're in five years time also likely as another scarcity below limited. Uh, I'll agree with that. I And I'm, I'm going to also say that I think everyone who looked at this question and started thinking about it was probably thinking like way too small. And I think... I think some of the most, yeah, like absurd ideas are things that I, I think are at least ideas that so rare have considered and we'll try to figure out how to do it. A lot of them, a lot of the ideas that I had, like I said, were outlandish and I don't know if they'll ever be done less because of so rare and more because of like licensing agreements. Yeah. But you never know. And they have a war chest now. So, and and I would assume the war chest would be even bigger by then. Do you, let me start with how many sports do you think they have in five years? Well, I mean, my general outlook is that either they're going to crush it and there's going to be like tons of sports or there'll be no sports and it won't exist. Like it's one of the extremes. And um, like I, I just don't see, I don't see a, uh, like a, a world where they like just like maintain and they just continue doing what they're doing. I think that they're ambitious. They're going to shoot for the stars. Um, they're going to try to get as many sports as they possibly can. Um, or this fails. It's kind of my thought. Yeah. So, you know, like I'm kind of an optimist glass half full guy. Um, you know, I hope, I hope they have 20 sports in in five years. Is it realistic? I don't know, but uh, five years is a long time uh, to to grow. And if if they get another sport added this year and they're doing three sports, I mean, it seems fairly easy to replicate that to, you know, more and more. Can you name twenty sports? I mean, it de- define a sport. We I think we've <laughs> done this on stream. Darts, um, mm-hmm. bowling are the are those sports? NASCAR is that a sport? We had a we had a fun one talking about horses the other day. Do you buy the card with the jockey on it, or do you buy the the card with the big old horse head on it? So, and if they're and if they're MLS style, do you just get a giant horse head or like full body horse? Um, like the Godfather situation of just the top of the horse. But yikes. Anyway, kind of, kind of took it another direction. Yeah, I did. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to go there. Um, no, I think 
the, I think anything you could call a sport is in play. And while I don't think, I don't know how like horse racing would work, but I think it's, it's like something that they would absolutely look at. And so I find it funny that you said NASCAR because I, Formula One, I think is like one that they would actually look at first, but I don't think that they would not look at NASCAR. Like I think any sort of sure. racing, anything you can race, I think they would be willing to put on, whether it's a car just because, or a horse. Just because Formula One's more European. Yeah. 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 But I mean, I think they could have both. Like I think the goal is to have both. I think and... I think you're more likely to get um, Formula One fans to buy Sora cards than NASCAR fa fans to buy Sora cards. <laughs> I would love to see them try to figure out how to convert NASCAR fans into <laughs> right. football soccer fans. That'd You'd have to get like a free Natty Light with every car with every... purchase or something. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yes. Um, Chris Quirk had the nice list here. Football, baseball, Formula One, tennis, American football, golf, and rugby. The one that I think they absolutely add to that list is cricket as well. Cricket's way too big worldwide to not have. How, how is hockey not on that list? I feel Hockey. insulted right now. Yeah, sorry. I didn't even say it myself. Yeah, no, I think all of them are in play. I think the the biggest issue they're going to have, and I don't even want to call it an well, it is an issue, is that I just don't think that there's enough fantasy games around those sports. And like the fantasy game is really what makes this work in terms of football, soccer, and, and baseball so far. Not to say that there aren't fantasy golf leagues or rugby or cricket. Like, I know there are. But the draw just isn't as, as strong. And so I think at some point they're going to have to figure out more on the collectible side so that people are interested in getting some sort of Lewis Hamilton NFT. He's probably a bad example because I think anybody would want that. Who's in, remotely interested in Formula One? What about what about like uh, um, licensing the Olympics and selling Brian Boitana? Uh... <laughs> legend, legend figure skating. Um, yeah. Why not? Like, yeah, I think I think that there is a path where anything, any sport related thing, they should make an NFT about it and make somebody buy it. Make, let someone buy it. Honestly, I think the Olympics could be a really fun thing but then but it's a, a once every four years thing and like how do you and i mean a big advantage for them is most of those most of those cards die like a lot of like gymnasts and ice skaters and stuff don't go to multiple olympics oh um, <laughs> thought you were no i did not mean actually die yeah sorry i was like well everyone does at some point but that's a real yeah but i mean like yeah like those players would recycle every four years and you'd have different different ones and sure yeah there's sports where you know athletes do return yeah um, michael phelps you know and i don't know that's that, that's such a, a crazy thought i don't even want to go down that that rabbit hole of just ideas there but i just kind of isn't that the point of today <laughs> i thought the point was to go go down the rabbit hole i don't know i, I think i think it all makes sense and i think the I think they have to figure out a way to make collectability more important because I don't think I don't think fantasy sports is necessarily the way in for a lot of these sports. But I do think like 
uh, you saying Bolt NFT is kind of cool to own, but it is kind of the problem that you have of you're just making like NFTs for people to have. And they, they obviously don't want to be that type of company, but maybe it's just that within five years, that sort of thing is more accepted. Like I think it relies more on how people view NFTs than, than they do so rare. Yeah. I don't know. USA swimming stacks, John Andrews said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's kind of a it's it's kind of a ridiculous concept idea, but I think that like grand scheme of things, they wanna be they'll wanna be uh, involved in as much as they can because like every every sport is basically them printing money and um the, the more people they can engage uh, and, and get involved is more money they can print out of their sewer money printing machine. <laughs> the good old money printing machine. The, the other one that felt like they would love to do, like I'm guessing they've already thought of this and it's really just not that doable, is getting... I don't necessarily need to watch an entire soccer match on so rare or on my so rare app which you and i are beta testing for android uh, but like any decisive like a highlight of a decisive is just like that seems like it should happen within the next five years right yeah like like when i get an alert that michael bradley scored a scored a goal um when i get that have you ever gotten to this yeah, that happen? of course i mean he had the brace against charlotte hmm. right um, <laughs> the one we'll always go back to yeah. So I would just love to see like, okay, you get the alert and with the alert, you, when you click on it or whatever, you obviously you can dismiss it, but if you click into it, um, it just gives you a quick highlight of the play. Um, I don't know. I think that'd be pretty cool. It'd get weird though for, for stuff like, you know, clearances off the lines and other highlights that may not be like, like last man tackles and stuff like trying to get those, get that clip. Cause like, I don't. I don't know that like uh, league would always. Of course, we got my dog back there. Being bad. <laughs> I love that the dog is there. Being bad, bad <laughs> dog. Um, you're gonna get to see her butt here in a minute. Mm. Um, I'll, I'll I'll put her outside here. <laughs> but no, I I don't know how quickly like uh, leagues would be like to or, or TV providers or whatever would be able to like provide clips for some of the things. Uh, goals and assists probably easy, but things like last man tackles, eh, I don't know. I mean, it just take. I mean, we know that the actions happen, so it's yeah. just a matter of somebody. I'll be right back. Yeah, somebody clip like clipping it and putting it in, so we can all see it. But it just seems like that's. I don't want to call that like the low hanging fruit because it like conceptually it's easy to like picture us like your phone buzzes and you're like yes. Let me look at this highlight and you watch it. And that's just part of the experience. But we all know that like, you know, TV rights tend to be by country and like where you are. I mean, it's a real mess. It's but easy that's to like go something on. That's outside of so rare's control. Yeah. I'm just saying it's easy to go on Twitter and find a goal or an assist highlight. It's hard to go on Twitter and find a last man tackle highlight. <laughs> I mean, by then they'll print so much money. They could just hire somebody. This is the, what everybody says now. They have so much money now. They mm -hmm. could just hire somebody who all he does, all he or she does is track last man tackles and clips them from wherever broadcast. Sure. Yeah. From the fourth division in Latvia, we'll have it. 
That's what we want. So, so let's let's steer steer this discussion back a little bit to soccer specific. Soccer. Um, <laughs> Before you even go any further, do you think within the next five years they replace football with soccer? Oh boy. Why? Like if they add NFL, like just yeah. for simplicity's sake? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I think that there'd be a lot of very angry, very angry Europeans. I could see them doing it for the American audience, like based on where you're logging like in from. Localization. Like, soccer, don't worry. Yeah. And then yeah. the NASCAR guys don't get mixed up because they clicked on football and they got soccer. <laughs> Why you got to pick on the NASCAR guys? Sorry. Pascal's saying there's that's a definite no because they're French. But I think you're underestimating that the next, arguably the next four big sports they add are all American sports. Like there are going to be many more American users at some point, I think, if they, I mean, not to say that, you know, like the, well, the NFL is actually fairly American, but like if they ever got the NBA, like that's a pretty worldwide audience. And NHL, I think, has a decent, like, like there are other leagues in other countries. There are European hockey leagues. So, like, people are interested in those sports. But, like, the NFL, nobody plays American football anywhere else. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. I don't know. I, I, do, I do think you're right. Like, like, the end goal would be to grow out the, like, like U.S., because, like, we're, we're so big with fantasy sports. Like, I run into people all the time just talking about, like, uh, and passing acquaintances and stuff, talking about how they'll have, like, a DraftKings lineup for this or that or whatever. It's just, um, like, lower stakes, um, but it's very mainstream here. And, I, I like, SoRare is nowhere even close to being something that people talk about in passing. Like, they're... Yeah. Um, like talking to, to dads at youth soccer games and stuff, and they're talking about their NFL DraftKings lineup that they got going or whatever. Like, I wonder if we'll ever get to that point where it is a casual, it's a casual, it's for the casuals, or yeah. there's uh, some level of way to play the game casually. At, right now, obviously, that's impossible. Like, it, it is just not a game that somebody can casually come into and be like, Oh, I guess I'll get into second, second division French uh, teams and, and um, learn everything about them and then buy players below market value. Like it's just, it's, it, it's just not something somebody casually comes in and does. I think you're, I think you're focusing too much on soccer. Like, do you think a casual person can come in and play baseball? So that's a that's a good question. My my brother in law actually, I I spent most of the morning texting back and forth with him. He was like, "Hey, I just put point nine um, ETH from my Coinbase wallet into uh, uh, Sora. Let's go!" And he, and he was like, "I'm gonna build some baseball teams." I'm like, "All right, cool." And it, it was I answered a ton of questions, like just like so many questions, like about starting pitchers, how many do I need? How many uh, uh, relievers do I need? How many, this, that. Um, I don't feel like, I still don't feel like his experience is going to be like a, a casual thing, mm -hmm. especially with like, like 
he was asking me stuff like, all right, well, how do I check like my scores and stuff? And like, well, you got to log into the website and like, it's not in the app yet. Like there's just like so many like things and, and absolutely they're going to get that squared away where the app will have like baseball uh, decisives or baseball highlights or uh, uh, notifications, but like, we're just still not there yet. And um, there's just so many other things that go into it. Like, a lot to learn about the game. Like, I feel like you can pick up fantasy NFL DraftKings and just like, oh yeah, I pick, I pick a lineup. That's easy. And there's a salary cap and I just got to get it under that. Okay. That's easy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I baseball seems much easier to get into than soccer. Like if you're familiar with baseball, it's easy to get into. Like you understand the rules and, and but he, I understand. He's not a huge baseball guy, but he still had he still has a base knowledge and yeah. but still had a ton of questions. Yeah, I, I just think though that like if you are kind of into soccer, you know, you're American, you watch the Premier League, maybe you catch the random Bundesliga game on Fox, and you're like, I'm gonna play so rare. And everyone's like, All right, uh, go get Cicinia? You said real quick. You said you said they watched the Premier League. <laughs> well, well, then, I mean, and you can't the, buy any of those guys. Well, that that too. Well, I, actually, I saw a new one today. Yeah, um, fair enough. So, speaking of things that should happen in the next five years, um, so I think it's so you're like, all right, yeah, go play, and they're like, okay, who's this Vanakin guy, and who is why does. Morioka, who who is what does that mean? And well, I don't even know what where is this country? And there's like you can reduce the learning curve by buying the most expensive people that you've heard of. <laughs> like that's how you overcome the learning curve yeah. in soccer. But in baseball, I mean it, it's a very it's significantly smaller player universe. And if mm -hmm. you're following baseball, like you can follow American baseball, excuse me, you can follow the Premier League and not know anything about the Jupiler league, but like you can't follow major league baseball and be like, I only know the national league East. <laughs> like apologies for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about here with baseball. But all I'm saying is like, I think it's easier for a casual person to get in on baseball. And I think every subsequent sport is just easier than soccer and fo or football. That's all. Yeah. I think, I think you're probably right. Um, it's, I think it's the, like the global factor that makes it, makes it tough. Like, um, a good example would be like if they did add NHL, for instance, and it was just national hockey league, it would be very accessible and easy for NHL fans. Yeah. But if they added hockey as a global game and the, they added the Russian KHL league and NHL, and then it had all the Ontario hockey leagues and, Q QOHL, whatever, Swedish Finland League, all that stuff, then it becomes significantly more complex than just NHL. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Because then you're buying, you know, some some Swedish wonder kid for your U23 NHL team, and um, nobody knows who the hell he is, but he's the best player on the game. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's fair. I'll take that. You could probably do it in the Euro League too. Like if they did a like international basketball, like they're playing. Yeah. You get you get you know um, 
Doncic like before he comes to the NBA. Right. Like, that's fun. Yeah, that's there is something five there is something fun about that. Yeah. 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 Now it's gonna be a bummer, like when they get the NBA in twenty twenty seven and like, oh, did you get the Euro League too? And they're like, no. <laughs> no, we didn't. Like, oh, all right. Do you think that the I mean, that's a good question right there is does the office in New York City, do they care about making the U.S. sports globalized or do they just want the do they just want the MLB license, the NHL license, the NFL? I assume they want everything. Like, that's kind of my answer with soccer when everyone is like, oh, they said the top 20 leagues. And it's like, I'm pretty sure that their plans are way bigger than that. And so the, the only reason I, I question that a little bit is why don't they call it so rare baseball? Like the branding on it is so rare MLB. And if they had plans in the future to expand that oh. to other leagues. I was like, where are you going with this? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Then... But it's, I mean, it's branded as. Yeah. 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 I think it's a kind of an interesting problem that they have because they obviously didn't start with the biggest leagues in football. And so now, or soccer, whatever we're calling it now. Mm -hmm. So like. Yeah. It's kind of backwards. We have enough, too many people who call it footballs, but like. I think that's what's going to happen anyway. They keep calling it football and then NFL. But I think the the problem with starting with the the bigger American sports is that those are the biggest ones. So like everything you add after that, like isn't as great. Mm-hmm. Like it's one thing when you're like, we have the K League, and everyone's like, oh cool, and then you're like, oh we have the Bundesliga now, and everyone's like, oh, and another one you're like, we have Major League Baseball, and now we're going to have the K. You know, I don't know what they call the Korean Baseball League and. Or the baseball league in Korea. Now I'm curious. Yeah, I have no clue. Survey set. Oh, the KBO. I knew that. Never mind. Korean baseball's organization, maybe? Oh, anyway. It is organization, yes. Korea baseball. Uh, the, yeah. So some, Pascal asked, can we talk about rewards in five years? Do you guys see more than cash and cards? So I don't think it's going to take five years for us to get out of this. I also think that cash is not happening. And we have had this conversation, not on this uh, stream or podcast. And whether it's a good idea or not, it feels like so rare or adamant about not adding ETH or some sort of cash reward. Otherwise they would have done it in baseball. Ever again. Right. Well, from what I gathered, that was not their decision. Right. However, because it's not their decision now, I think they're like, all right, well, well, we don't need to do it anymore. Because like anytime they're paying out cash, that's less cash for them. Yeah. <laughs> and if you can give out things that cost less, then you just do that. And I think it's as simple as that. Like, I don't think, I think there's what's more likely I to think- happen is that they get some sort of gambling license in some places and you're able to play for money in those regions. But I don't think, like, I don't think there's, you'll never get like a worldwide gambling license. So that's true. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, 
I think if they targeted like the biggest biggest regions, like how, how does DraftKings do it? I mean, they they have to, I, I assume, get the gambling licenses in as many countries as they can, right? Yeah, that's exactly what they do. Yeah, and then like in theory, they probably block traffic in countries that they didn't get the gambling license in. But if people VPN around it, then whatever, they don't give a no, shit. No, VPNing is not easy. Like there are just some states in the U.S. that don't allow DraftKings, and so like. So I live in Connecticut. Somehow DFS is legal. Sports betting is legal. DFS with NFTs, not allowed. So Rainmakers is, is banned? Cannot play. Weird. Which I found out after I bought a Rainmaker. <laughs> they got me. So, so they, didn't, they didn't block you from buying it? No, it's not. There's no prohibition from owning... NFT. Oh, I got you. I got you. I got you. So the prohibition is from you using that in the game. Right. In a free to enter game. Yeah. So I think, so I think where people are going with, with that question though, is as the user base grows more and more and more, um, how will they keep up with reward, rewarding people for playing the game um, at a, you know, decent enough clip to where users will stay right. without changing, you know, without changing the price structure or not without changing it, but without changing the way that they reward people. Right. right. I think they have to change the way they reward. Yeah. Well, I've, I've, I've speculated that I think they could, you know, I think what, what is it like 50, 50 right now or 60, 40 that they're rewarding like 40% of the card supplier up to four. Yeah. Up to four. I think, I think that number could increase and the number of cards they sell could decrease um, with, adding in market fees as well. And they could make a lot of their money on market fees and manager sales and make less of their money on selling cards. Right. They make money on us selling cards. No, I think exactly. that's like, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibilities that they stop auctioning cards and they reward all of them. Yeah. And then I mean, have- maybe they could still maybe sell uniques if they wanted and and maybe there's like a certain cards that they they will sell like the the all of the one-offs yeah you know maybe they'll just sell all of those and then put in a nice five percent market fee and just let the let the secondary market bring in all their you know all the money in yeah it, it's funny because i feel like we've we've discussed with each other and, and others that the two extremes are both possibilities that yeah. a they auction off every card and only reward ETH right. or they auction none reward all of them and just take secondary. I mean, secondary market fees, I think are going to happen either way. So we yeah. that's not a surprise to anybody. Metal I mean, gear says, yeah, like that surprised. would happen ever. I mean, like, do you have a, a good alternative of what you think will happen? I mean, um, I don't know. Like, I've seen people say they should do ETH rewards. Yeah, like that would happen ever. <laughs> All just, ETH rewards. I mean, just the, the, I, I just can't imagine them them doing that. I just don't see. So, I don't know how to put this nicely. I don't see a way for the for the, so rare to think that it benefits them more than their users. Which sounds really bad. 
because you're like, oh, they're not doing what's best for the users. But like, none of this is for the best of the users. Well, I mean, they have to find that fair balance where sure. it benefits the users and they still make a boatload of money. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I just don't know where that... Like, I think every argument that I've seen for ETH rewards comes down to that it's better for us. And yeah. I don't... I don't think that that's... Yeah. I don't think they will start making decisions based off that reason. Yeah, I agree 100%. Like I, not only that, but it's, I think it's just like there's there's higher higher risk for them in, in that regard. If they make some sort of promise that they're going to increase ETH rewards, there's just risk associated with that. Right. Like significant financial risk as opposed to just clicking mint more mint you know the more mint cards. more button on the, yeah. on the keyboard uh surface is wondering if we think the team has a vision for five years out and i why not yeah no I, sure. Sure, absolutely. They, have, they have some sort of roadmap yeah i think i think the problem is that like you can have a roadmap for five years out and in a year what you have for years three and four and five are just absurd and you're just like all right we're not going to get there but yes, I, I think I think they have plans for 10 years out. Like I think somewhere Nicholas is, has thought of all of this and discussed it with people. And yeah, I think there's a plan. But that doesn't mean that like if their plan is like, yes, we want to get Are you saying that's all in Nicholas's head right now? It's all it's all yeah, that's it. <laughs> Not even written down. No, but I think it's like a napkin somewhere. Nicholas has it all drawn out. It's like a flow chart of yeah. Yeah, like a bar like a bar napkin. It's this big <laughs> with really little um and at, at the top it says so rare roadmap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> By Nicholas. <laughs> yeah. The um yes, I think that they have thought this out. And so and and part of it is because some of the things that they're probably have already started working on, like takes a while. It's not like they're walking in the office and they're like we should get major league baseball. And like three days later, they're like, we have baseball. Like that stuff takes a while. And so I imagine that what they're working on now, we they could be working on things now that we don't see for two or three years because of that. And so, um, yeah, that's all. Hmm. It's Gusto keeps asking me if I'm going to play uh, Tayo Cave in this weekend. I have no idea. I haven't done any lineups yet. I, I had 17 injuries literally just last night. So I can't, I haven't done my lineups yet. 17 injuries last night? I don't know. It felt like that. Hmm. 20 roster spots, 17 injuries. That's how it felt. Yeah. Well, did they say what Zayla was going on with It was Zayla? a hamstring. Hamstring. Hmm. I don't know. I, I'm not looking forward to it. I made all of my lineups on Tuesday. Like, I was so excited for this game week, and I've deleted all of them because I'm just like, oh, this is... I don't, know why, I don't know why you even bother, because especially when there's this many midweek games, because, like... I did it because my midweek teams were like already dead. I, I like had to move on from the weekend. The midweek teams were already in. I'm like, I just got to get to the next weekend. And then yeah. a mistake, a giant mistake. And then you still have games like, like going on right now. Like Gent mm -hmm. just had their lineups posted. Who did? Gent. Oh, I don't have anyone from there. I just bought, I just bought uh Kuipers, I guess is how you say it. Um, and he's rotating. So that was a good buy. Ouch. Oh, Odegaard but, starting for AZ. There we go. 
I guess the expectation exactly. here was that this midweek was going to be complete, complete bloodbath, and it really has. Like every lineup's got some sort of DNP in it. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a terrible week, terrible week. Um, Surface is saying the secondary market volume average over the last thirty days is way too low for five percent fees to move the needle in comparison to auction volume. I'll say one. I don't think five percent. Like I think five percent is actually way too high. I don't think that they'll start there. But the other is that like secondary market volume has to go up if they're not auctioning anything. So like it's not really that comparable. That's all. Yeah, I think that it's kind of kind of dumb to like make the assumption that and that they would turn that on as a solution if there wasn't more secondary market uh, volume. Right. Like they're they're not going to do something something like that. Like they're going to use hopefully some brain power to to make a call like that. Yeah, I just, yeah. I don't think anything that they're looking at today, like what we're seeing today is not letting them make decisions for what happens in three do and you, five. Do you think that some some sort of like progress bar is a solution to, uh, to rewards long-term? We just, the, the progress bar is here. Uh, no, no, it's not. <laughs> The academy thing is not the progress bar. Um, it's, I mean, it's, it's like the definition of the progress bar. It's it's uh, encouraging progression amongst the newest users of the platform. And so, yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. This offer volume history is interesting because the huge spike down I, I feel bad because I like I talked about this with Nella. Actually, maybe I talked about this with Sean the other day. But like the decline that we see on this chart is like the decline that we always expect to see, and then the rise up heading into like the new season and then back down. Like I was saying, I think I said to John. So apologies for those who are itching to listen to the podcast. I do it in tomorrow, but like the. There's just not enough data for us to like make these huge generalizations about so rare. But the only thing that makes sense is that prices go down at the end of seasons and they go up leading into the seasons. And so when everybody right now is talking about how prices are going down, like we should have known this because prices were going way up as the season went, as people were getting ready for the season. And are you talking about a dip? Is that what you're up. talking about? What's that? I said, are you talking about a dip right now? <laughs> no. No. But maybe. Maybe. Um, Pascal M was saying, Captain So Rare is experimenting with rewards for them. I don't know what them are, but I did see Captain So Rare and... What is it? I think they're going to need a gambling license. That's all I'll say about that one. <laughs> what? So what is it? What's the idea behind it? I think you can play for money. No. Oh. Other money. Yeah, I don't know who yeah you're probably going to need a gamble anyways. It, it feels a little gambling. <laughs> but I could be wrong. I'm, not a, that one. I'm not a regulator. Um, Yonosei Sagar says, or another way of putting it, if collectability is not a thing, how much would that be a detriment to so rare? It would be very bad. Like, I And that's definitely something that they need to think more about is making... Um, the platform as a whole more more collectible. 
a little I more think that there's way too much emphasis on owning your game and the collectability of these things for collectability to not be a thing. Yeah. Like, Sobro can't guarantee that these things become collectibles. But, but they can help. But it sure is part of, part of the business plan. Yeah. Yeah. But just we, like, I think that there's just, and, and we've talked about this a hundred times, but there's it, it, there's so much low hanging fruit when it comes to that part of part of so rare, and like you just look at like what FIFA does with their their uh, ultimate team cards, and it's just like, all right, we can put a little bit of that flair in here, and I get it, yeah. There's the sunrise cards and whatever else, but like, why not why not start rewarding, you know, like when you win, you get some kind of cool special card maybe uh, maybe only on the weeklies or they should do something there is what is all i'm saying yeah I, I brought that up on twitter the other day that when somebody was mentioning how we never got the bundesliga moments that were promised to us in 2022 and in fairness we still have a little time before that but what would you think if they started giving away bundesliga moments that were not eligible for SO5, meaning like they had no game utility, but just as collectibles, as rewards. I really don't like it. I don't like the idea of moments to begin with. Like I was never a big, big on the moment stuff. Not a fan. I, I get it. People feel completely different than me, but me personally, not a fan. Would you like it as an, as an addition to rewards? So like if I like I let's say I won first place in something and I get a card and I get some kind of moment. No, like you didn't win a card. I would hate. And that. now the next hundred people get a moment, or maybe a choice tier three limited or a moment. What would mm. you rather have? Moments yeah. are fully tradable <laughs> and sellable. They're just not yeah. usable in the game. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that would like create its own little marketplace of people collecting all the moments or something. It's an idea. Yeah, I think, I think it's there. Like, I think that's a non-card reward that people would like. We would you rather that or a new skin for your uh, gallery? Depends on the skin. Well, both of them are options for rewards that make yeah. you know, that are. Basically free. I mean, I guess the moments aren't technically free because they need the license and all that stuff. But like, there's easy stuff that they can add that are not just cards that they clearly don't think that they need yet. Because if they did, I think they'd have them. But now we have so many cards that I don't think rewards are really a problem as of like yeah. right now. It's it's Gusto has a. I mean, like that's the sort of idea that I think might be cool. Like if if you won. You said that if I won Holland and he scored a banger that week, you'd get his moment. But what if, what if it was more based on the players in your lineup? So that's like what maybe, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe like Holland scoring that banger is why you won, and then you got a moment of it, and it's kind of like, hey, yeah, this is how I won game week three hundred or whatever. It's this goal right here. Would you want two moments for the Michael Bradley brace, or would you just? Can you combine I mean, just it? roll it all up into one moment. Just one? Yeah. Like a super moment? Yeah, and I would try to sell it to Trip and B um, because it was against Charlotte. Against Charlotte? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he'd buy it. I don't think so either. Mm -hmm. Or he would buy it just to burn it, send it to the burn, right. burn address. Right. 
Yeah, see, Zarki saying, give me a Benzema free kick goal from last game week because that helped yeah. him win champion Europe. Congratulations. By the way, what did, what did you win, Zarki? I didn't, I didn't get a chance to see. So. He got um, Vinicius Jr. Okay. Which is That's pretty fun. sick. That's Speaking fun. of Zarki, he is the one who created the almanac that shows on the thumbnail to this. So, Zarki, thank you again for that, um, for doing all of that work. Because I sent him a message. I'm like, could you do this? And he was like, sure. And I was like, oh, like, I don't, I'm not familiar with Photoshop enough. Did, did we decide which one of us was Biff? <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> we can let everybody else decide. Would you, would you want a moment of Albert Pujols' 700th home run? Of course. Yeah. yeah. See, now we're talking here. Yeah. But I guess that's just a little different. I guess it's not different. How excited do you think somebody would be if they won Challenger Europe Rare Pro and got an Albert Pujols? <laughs> <laughs> That's like the type of mistake I could totally see happening too. It's just like like they start integrating that stuff and then it's like you accidentally got a baseball thing. Like didn't somebody didn't somebody get a uh no 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 no, no never mind. Somebody uh somebody got a referral reward like the uh it's I guess the the person that bought the cards got a judge, and then uh, it might was it Zarky was somebody somebody that I was chatting with, and and then they got like a tier three limited soccer card because I guess oh. you can choose you can choose if you get a baseball referral card or a soccer. Interesting. Um, I didn't know I that think, they offered choices yet. I think that's right. Maybe I'm maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, it was it was Zarky. So Zarky, did you get an option between a soccer and a baseball card? Because if, if we're now, if there's something in place now that allows us to make choices on what we get, I think that opens up a whole, like we talked about this with Jimmer a long time ago. Although maybe that was just the progression bar idea. <laughs> oh, Zarki said his was defaulted to football. Hmm. But I guess there is a, there's a slider or something that you can choose. Man, and getting a judge is like an extra, the extra, that's. My son was giving me a hard time yesterday because I got a judge common when we started and I refreshed it so I could get Otani. And who boy, was that a mistake? <laughs> yeah. Was, was your son telling you that you should have kept the, uh, like originally, was he there when he was like, I don't think, no, he wasn't judge. there. Okay. Well, I told yeah. him, I was then like, he oh, we got Otani. And he's like, sweet. <laughs> yeah. 30 home runs later. Anyway. Um, do you think, what do you think is more likely to happen? Moments or non-headshot photos on cards? Uh, I mean, we've already kind of dipped into the non-headshot type cards already. So I think that that's probably more likely. But I don't know. Maybe that maybe they really are planning on working on moments. I mean, they told but, us they were doing moments. Like, yeah. this isn't like an idea that we're like... That that's we one of those... I, I'm not gonna lie though. That's one of those things that if they like, if they decided not to do it, like I would be totally fine with them just not doing it. I just wish they'd never said anything. Yeah, I would rather them work on other things that are actually like bad or need improvements than it's, to get moments out there. It's funny you say that because the conversation I had about these moments was basically between AJ and Mark. And AJ's like, they said they were going to do moments, so just do the moments. And Mark's like, there's so many bigger problems they need to fix. Yeah, and that's kind of where I'm at. I think moments help with some of the problems, though. Oh, yeah. That's like all. Collectability. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're probably not wrong. We just really haven't, not, not to say we haven't seen collectability be a thing because like there are people who like pay more for Jersey mints and one ofs. And so there, there is some of it, but yeah, it's just not. I thought that I saw last year, like Chris just mentioned Ballon d'Or, uh, Benzema card. Like I, I, I thought that there was like a, and that uh, French, it's the French version of ESPN La Equip or whatever. Like they had announced that like SoRare had some kind of partnership with the group that does Ballon d'Or. Oh, really? And yeah, and it never, it, like nothing ever came of it. But I wonder if like this year, maybe it starts this year or something and we'll see, um, you know, like a messy or whatever, whoever wins it. Hmm. Or maybe all the candidates for it. We'll get cards minted. Right. There's a lot they can do. <clears throat> I don't yeah. know if it like, turns into more licensing things, but I like the cards, but I like the idea of like different ones. That's all. Yeah. Well, when you say different, like, are you getting it moments or like different uh, photographs? Just, just different photos. Yeah. It's as simple as different photographs. People would desire, like, I want that. I want that version. It's, you know. Yeah. So there was, yeah, it was like the Vandevort ones that came out that were a little different. Um, but what I think that they tried to do that with like the background images and it's like, it's just not. Really oh, I have nice. the, I've got the, I've got the triangles behind my player. Right. Come on, yeah, yeah, come yeah. on. And I think one of the, surely one of the achievements is like buy the same player with all different backgrounds. And it's like, I don't want that. Well, that they definitely didn't do that because they have not added a sliver of stuff to the shop or right. achievements. Like nothing, right? I don't think so. Like what are those diamonds behind him? Um, I don't know. It's being wonky. There we go. So these are, I would call these dots. Oh, and this one is like that leathery one. And then... It's just like, who cares? Nobody cares. Looks like they got lazy. A whole lot of dots. They That's when they figured out nobody cares. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> just make them all dots. All nobody okay. cares. Yeah. Wait a minute. So did we find the one collectible one? No. My God, they really are all the same. What happened here? Maybe they make all the dots first, and then they switch to triangles after. 100. I didn't think so, to be honest. What do we have two twenty-seven. Oh, these are all the same card. That's why. That's funny. Took me long enough. I don't know why Van Devort's not working. Oh well. But yeah, maybe that's. Yeah, that's being wonky. Yeah, I don't. I don't disagree that that they need to pay more people in the art department, but I, I think that it, I think that it more so it's licenses and like. Yeah. I think like stock photo is like a a level or I don't I don't know exactly how those license agreements work. I just know that there's like like that's some sort of like base level, and there's ways to go above and beyond that. It's <laughs> a great line from Zach. Just looking at real cards today, simple parallax or light burst card borders just turn the money printer on. <laughs> it's true. It's all we need. Like people we went nuts for this car, this like side view of Vandevort. And it's like, it's not even that <laughs> that great of a picture. Like it's literally just him looking the other way. Yeah. I mean, 
not gonna lie, he's got great hair in that photo too. Like that's sure. uh, you know, the, the, it is a cool card. It kind of looks like they got the inspiration of one of the back card backgrounds with his shirt. Oh God. That that one sold really well. Let's put, make that the background. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had to buy one of these and I was not happy about it. That's another story for another day, though. Um, mm. So what do you think are the main, what do you think are the four biggest sports on so rare in five years? The four biggest sports? Yeah. Um, well, for, first of all, I think the, the biggest, the biggest thing that they need to worry about over the next four years is, is um, showing people that whatever model they have for rewards, um, that structure is sound. And I think that they should, communicate that it you know some point in the near future like this this is how we plan on making the uh ecosystem being uh sound and i think there's plenty of ways to do it but they should communicate that because people clearly are concerned about that going back to your original question what four sports do i think that are the biggest um it's got to be it's got to be soccer soccer um baseball I'm saying hockey, man. I want hockey, and I'll, even if I'm wrong, I'm going to say hockey because I think that it should be there. And I think they'll probably force their way into NFL, and it, it may not be um, great, but um, I think that it would. I think they would do really well with it. Like, I don't. I don't know how well NFL would work for this model, but I think uh, I think people would play the hell out of it. So you think? NHL is bigger than NBA. I'm not saying I think it's bigger than NBA. I want it more than NBA, and I think it translates better to a fantasy experience. Um, but yeah, certainly it's not bigger than NBA. Okay. So, no possibility that Formula One, rugby, or cricket is bigger. Oh, I mean, if they added any of those things, they're probably bigger than I just think that uh, I think that they're really focused on U.S. sports right now for whatever reason. Um, I, something is something is telling them to focus their interest there. And I think that that's really I think I think that the the team that they've hired in New York City is focused on license agreements with um, these major sports brands. Yeah. And I don't think that the um, offices in France are as focused on expanding as much. And this is just like surely based on like, like what we've seen in the uh, like, just like last few months. That's fair. Like we haven't heard them say anything about new European sports. Yeah. Although very well it could be happening in the background. We just don't know and they're being mm -hmm. quiet about it. But, um, what, what are your thoughts on the people that say, like, before you go into another sport, you need to fix the sports you have now first? I think they're wrong. Why is that? I think every sport should be different. Like, I think the general concept of like, yeah, we're going to have this fantasy game and the rewards are cards. 
And after that, I don't think that there's enough turnover, like enough uh, crossover that it matters. And so like the people who work on football are not the people who work on baseball. So I don't, and you're not going to get the baseball people to start working on football. So like, I don't think it matters. I think, I think they have to get to the point where the platform is like agnostic of sport almost. And um, I think right now there's still a big separation between football, uh, football, soccer and uh, baseball. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, even like, it's clear that the platforms are different in different ways. Like you, you, the transfer markets are completely different. One's barely, barely functioning and the other one is football. Yeah. But I think, I think my personal opinion um, and, and guess is they're working on overhauling that into one system that, um, and, and that's why I don't think that we have like a robust transfer system yet. I think that they're working on a, um, and again, this is me guessing, I don't know, um, spec, pure speculation, but I think that they're working on a system where you can trade cards of different sports and that is its own thing. And they're just building that. that I mean, that makes a ton of sense because it seems like they've already said that before, like trade Mbappe for a judge. Right. And I think that they're just building that and they're like, well, we don't care about building a baseball only transfer marketplace. We're going to build one that, you know, encompasses everything. Right. And, but, but to like bring that all back, like, I think that it makes sense to like, if they can build out a platform that is agnostic of sport and it just, you can literally drop ship any sport into the system Yeah, and just like create your own gameplay rules, blah, 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 whatever. Um, I think that that's where they want to be because then certainly you could bring in cricket and you could have a few team members run the, the cricket game, maybe more than a few, whatever, but um, you could have a, a, a team run that and not have to worry about building a transfer market or yeah. building these other systems. Pavel Trader has like 30, what's called 7,000 cards today. Uh-huh. How many think he has in five years? Oh boy. <laughs> um I would you know what you should have here's here's something that uh you and the the guys over at so Rare data should build yeah i was um, i was looking for suggestions please on the I, I know you were um on your charts page you know how you have like users with like a, a one card five card blah 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 have one just for pal oh and just like it's a chart that has different information about pal trader number of cards over time You'd have different scarcities. You could see his growth. And then we could expand that out over five years and we'd have the answer. Has he bought baseball cards? I haven't even looked. I'm Are you looking look now? now? I'm going to look now. I think because you can't, there's really like the market is broken right now. When, I type, in, <laughs> when I type in pal, I see pal, I made a mistake, except back in my trade. So it's funny you say that. <laughs> I will say he's got 15 rare, super rares, 31 rares, 52 limiteds, but hasn't bought anything in the last 25 days. So he probably came in hot and then left. So so rare announced somewhat recently. And I, when I say announced, they like included it somewhere in a much bigger announcement that you can only change your account name once every three months. And a friend of ours used his name, his name changed the other day to communicate with a manager who is not on discord or Twitter. 
and then got stuck because now that's his name for three months. And, and it, you know what? He deserves it. <laughs> so I, I'm siding with him on this one. So the, the reason he did it is because there's no like communication tool other than That's Discord fair. and Twitter. And somehow Sora decided that the, the solution is to just make people keep their names for three months instead of like actually building a communication system. But anyway, I don't know where, why. Why Do you think in five years we'll have a communication system? I hope so. I don't know. I could see them just like not giving I, a care about that. I think I think it's the foundation of trading is like negotiating with people and like sending an offer and having it rejected and then sending another offer and having it rejected. Like that's not that's not a good experience. Yeah. And so that's that's why they have people link their discords and Twitters and, you know. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't I don't like it. Yeah. I don't think it's enough. Hmm. I think there are enough people who absolutely hate discord and they're like, I don't want to do that. And then but we're like making them do it. I don't know. Yes. I think they do have some sort of counter offer option at some point. Anyway, I feel like we didn't actually say anything good over the last hour in terms of like what could happen in five years. Like nothing that outrageous. We're all going to be rich. Um, Nicholas is going to run for president of France and he's going to win. Um, and he'll be, you know, shaking hands with, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I wish... Either of us had thought of the possibility of like, I'm not sure what's going to happen. I don't care because I'm going to be so rich in two years that I'll, I'm not even going to worry about so rare anymore. Yeah. But neither of us went there. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's probably a good point, Mike. If they're going to build an all-encompassing transfer market, then a platform communication method is essential because like, for instance, if somebody offers me I don't know, baseball cards for my soccer cards. And I'm like, I don't, I don't collect those. Like you would have to have some besides blocking or rejecting, like, Hey, I'm not interested in, in baseball stuff. I only want, you know? Yeah. And if, and if you're adding all these other sports and you, you know, it could get real weird real fast. Makes sense. Like if you got an offer, like for some of your soccer cards from Pujols lover 69, and you're just like, I don't want any <laughs> baseball cards. <laughs> But they just keep coming because that's what they have. And then, oh well. <laughs> anyway. Um, we've gone over an hour and I said we'd go for an hour before this. So thank you to everybody who has joined us. Always appreciate the uh, community, the, the chat always gets us going. Uh, so thank you for that. If you guys would please hit the like button, that's always appreciated. Um, I'll be back at the beginning of next week with Sean for the Sora Data Strategy Show. Monday is Labor Day in the US. I believe we are still... Um, I think we're still streaming that day. So tune in for that. And then Andy and I will be back towards the end of next week. Andy, good chat. And I'll talk to you later. See ya.